podcast we are in season eight episode 11 and this is friday the 27th of march this has been recorded as last week friday drinks with damien fogg and as you may be aware hopefully we've invested in a little bit of sound equipment we have got the amazing uh, yeti blue microphone uh, a lot of people were commenting on how the first 10 episodes of this season the sound sounded like it was coming from an apple headphones microphone which it was so uh, this arrived today seeing that we don't know how long we're going to be in the uk for we have just i decided to get this which is which is a good investment it sounds a lot more clearer today what are we talking about today we're talking about finances with damien fogg we're talking about proactive and practical ways to cut down on your outgoings increase your incomings so you can help your business survive through the coronavirus crisis it was a really good episode because damien gives practical advice on, on ways and means he shares a couple of apps on how you can uh, get started when it comes to tracking your finances we uh, which we'll explain more about and i also talk about his book his book is a great way of getting started with all of this it taught me a lot I now work with Damien on a one-on-one -on -one basis. He helps me with my finances and, and he's, a, he's a great guy. And the, the Money Shot book is one that I recommend everybody go and pick up. I mean, you've got a lot of time on your hands. You might as well learn more about finances. And this is a great place to start. Throughout this interview, I talk about sharing your drink picks. Now, this is expired. If you're watching this back on the replay, this is expired. But it was just for basically people to share whatever drink they are consuming while listening to the live video. Uh, this expired, so don't please share it and expect to be put into the into the prize draw. I did pick a winner and that person did win a, a copy of the money shot, but that is now finished. But you can still go onto Instagram and you can still let everybody know about the Boostly podcast at Boostly UK. Let us know where you're listening to this from. Please do. And please go and leave a review on the Apple iTunes. We are getting more and more people tuning in. We're getting more and more people discovering this podcast because of people like you leaving fantastic reviews. So I, I much appreciate it. Today is going to be a big episode about finances. So please sit back, enjoy, but most importantly, implement the advice into your personal life and to your business. And I will hand you over to the one and only Damien Fogg. Hello, everyone. So I'm Damien Fogg. I'm a former financial advisor and property investor. Well, I'm still a property investor, so that's not former. I've been involved in the financial services industry for decades. I'm now a full-time investor. So I managed to retire about six years ago and live off the money that my investments make me. So now as Mark says, I just geek out on markets and numbers and money. And that's kind of what I do. I help other people manage their finances a little bit better and get started with investing. People like Mark have been working with me for a while now have kind of been prepared for something like this. Not necessarily this and certainly not at this scale, but it's something that has been on the horizon for a while. And so we've talked about prepping for it. That sounds like I've turned it all into preppers, but from a financial point of view, getting ready for something like this to happen and being in a position where it doesn't end well, that's kind of what I do. I'm currently based up in York. I'm stuck here in quarantine now. I'm originally from the northwest in Liverpool way, near the Wirral. And I should be in Bali right now, but I'm stuck here. Let's get <laughs> on with it. And, and like I, uh, I put in the uh, the title of this live video, I want everybody to share your drink pick on Instagram. So what I mean by that, go to Instagram, make sure you tag in at Boostly UK. Everybody that does, and you've got until, let's say, tomorrow to do this, 
So everybody that goes in, put your picture on Instagram with what you're drinking this evening. Make sure you tag in at Boostly. Let everybody know that you, you're watching and uh, watching this live video. And I will pick one person at random. You will get, I will buy you a copy of Damien's book, The Money Shot. It is a, a fantastic book on finances. It's definitely helped me. He explains it all in uh, real simple terms, which helps for somebody like me. It was probably the start of my journey into figuring out more about finances. Definitely helped me reduce a lot of my outgoings. And you know, it's, it's definitely helped me get a little bit more knowledgeable on all, all of the assets. We're not going to really talk about assets as such, like investment and whatnot. We're going to, we're going to really focus on, on cutting costs. So I guess the best place to start, Damien, and if you could just walk us through some actionable sort of easy ways that somebody could really make a start and then into helping them with their finances at the present moment in time. Like how do you recommend people go about making a start on looking at where their high outgoings may be and how could they look to make a start in, in trimming them down? Like what, what, what's some of, some of the ways that you recommend when, when, when you're chatting to somebody for the first time about something like this? I think jumping into the expenses side of things, easiest way to start is to use your bank statements. So everyone uses online banking now, but basically look at all of your direct debits and all of your standing orders and just go through each one of those and figure out what it's for. So there's a three-stage process I tend to go through. Reduce, remove, or replace that was the third one and basically you're looking at everything that's on your direct debit and standing order list and just questioning whether or not first of all do you need it if you do can you reduce it in any way shape or form or can you remove it or can you replace it and so usually in normal circumstances there's a few things on there that you can possibly like do you need Netflix and Amazon Prime and Disney Plus and YouTube do you need all of them you could probably cut one or two or all of them maybe depending on how tight you need to make your belt so in normal circumstances that's the source of stuff that you'd be looking at. With what's going on at the moment though, we can get a bit more dramatic with it. So obviously a lot of people are going to have uh, mortgages that they need to pay. The government's already come out and said they've pretty much insisted all mortgage lenders have to give you a three-month holiday if you want one. So speak to your mortgage lender and just say, look, I don't want to pay my mortgage for three months. You're not going to get away with not paying it. All they're going to do is roll it up. So you will have to pay it back in the future and you'll probably be charged interest on that. But from a cash flow point of view in the interim, it's not a bad starting point. Also, if you've got any loans that you're paying back, or credit cards that you're paying back, things like that. Speak to the people, the lenders that have given you the money in the first place and see if you can negotiate either a payment holiday or if you're on a standard credit card deal and you're paying back at, I don't know, 19, 29%, speak to them and say, look, can I drop this to a 0% for the next three months? Because that's some more breathing room and you can actually clear your debt a little bit quicker. Times are a little bit weird right now, but it's given us the opportunity to be fairly aggressive with any sort of debt that you've got outstanding. And really, you're in a strong negotiating position to say, look, I don't want to pay this right now, so give me some wiggle room. So that's probably a good starting point. Just getting a list of all of your DDs, all of your standing orders, and then going through line by line each and every item and just saying, do I really need this right now? Is this something that's going to add either massive amounts of value or is it going to help me generate some sort of income? And you can do that both personally and as a company, as a business. And so all of the different things that you're looking through, just be looking at them and think, is now the time to be having this and to be subscribing to this? That's kind of the mindset you've got to go into this situation with. For those of you who are thinking, well, is there something out there that could help? I use uh, on back of Damien's recommendation an app called Money Hub, uh, M-O-N-E-Y-H-U-B, and that has really helped me. 
Uh, it helps me keep accountable and helps me keep on track every single month on what we are spending on a, on a personal and business level. And you just hook it up, load in your, 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 your accounts, uh, load in your bank, and it just keeps you a real nice track of it. And you can split it into categories. So what I do for mine is we've got petrol, although we're not using it at the moment, for obvious reasons. We've got groceries, expenditures, eating out, entertainment, and we've, we've got them split into those different categories. And, and every single month we've been able to, to do that. And you can you can backdate it and it's a really cool little app that you can get started on. But yeah, the most easiest way, like Damien said, just log on to your online banking, print off statements and just go and ring each one. I'll let you know what, what, I, what I've done this week. I've looked at everything that what we've been spending on, money coming in, money coming out. Finally, bit the bullet on MailChimp. So MailChimp's just always been sat there in the background. We've been paying for it, but I've never really been using it this week. Used it as an opportunity to to get rid. And that has saved over you know, 350 pound a year investments. So I'm, I'm still investing, but I've just cut that down a little bit. And again, we've saved over 125 pounds. Uh, so, so we saved over 75 a pound a month that what we were paying for our investments. So we've cut down on that. And credit card repayments, we've saved a lot here. So just again, having phone calls, having the conversations, explaining like obviously the current situation they know about it and we've been able to to save save over 1500 pound on credit card repayments by just lowering the the payments and just stretching it out so we, we're really at the moment trying to get cash in the bank a war chest as people call it so just in case for however long this goes on for we've just got it there when things do go back to normality then we can just put that back in but that, that's what that, that's what we've been doing expenditures we've sort of covered that let's just sort of go on to what has been happening and now this will obviously gear up to be more uk centric and I know we've got people tuning in from all over the world and whenever we do one of these people always say well what about here but I just want to talk about what has come out from the Chancellor, what has come out from the, the sort of the, the budget and, and the relief and the help that's going to be here for, for support on the businesses. Um, now you've obviously had a chance to look at it You've obviously had a chance to have a look at what's being said for businesses out there that are watching this and sort of thinking, well, what happens next? How have you sort of taken on board from what the Chancellor said, specifically when it comes to self-employed businesses? How have you seen that? How have you broken that down? And, and again, what, what sort of feedback or like sort of feelings that you have on what has been said this week from uh, the Chancellor and, and, and with the, the, the relief he's got for self-employment. He's in a fairly difficult position, isn't he? Because he was never going to please everybody. And obviously, you guys in the hospitality industry have got the business rates stuff. So there's an awful lot of stuff that's already been put out there to try and help people out. When it comes to more of the self-employed side of things, I guess specifically at the lowest end of self-employed people, predominantly sole traders, when he's talking about, you know, submit your account so very briefly what he's basically said was what is your average net earnings net profits over the last three years or over the last 12 months if you've not been running that long they'll take an average of that and then pay you 80 percent per month of whatever your net monthly salary profit was and you're not going to get that until sometime in june and it'll be three payments all wrapped up in one so that's roughly what the offer is which as mark says is probably out of date now already by the time you listen to this if it's monday next week probably out of date you'll come up with something else but right now that's the Offer. For self-employed people, they've specifically targeted and said, if you earn more than 50,000 a year, you're not getting any help. So, and their argument, I think, has been, well, people that earn over that, the average is 217,000, I think they've said. So you guys should have some savings, so go live off that. The only other option you've got, if you're in that position, is to go onto universal credit, which is, what, like 90-odd quid a week or something? So it's not going to cover most people's expenses by a long shot. 
So they've taken the view, I think, of let's support the people that are at the lowest income brackets, which is, you know, the right thing to do, on the basis of if you're earning a decent wedge of money, you should have been financially more intelligent over the last several years, and you should have built up three to six months worth of contingency fund. You should have other passive sources of income, or at least another source of revenue somewhere. And so the Chancellor's kind of, from my point of view, he's kind of proven my point that I've been talking to people for a while. But when you get to a certain stage, having all of your eggs in one basket can be quite dangerous. I think going forward, that's definitely something people need to take from this. If you are a limited company, you're incorporated, then it seems very mean because from a tax efficiency point of view, people have been paying themselves PAYE a small amount so that you get your full national insurance contributions and then the rest have been paid as dividends. From what I've read, they're just completely ignoring dividends now. So all you can then do as an incorporated, self-employed, owner-manager, whatever you want to call it, all you can apply for is 80% of that £720-odd a month or whatever it works out at. You're very much being disadvantaged if you've tried to be tax efficient in the past, if you are set up in a way that is more tax efficient, so if you've incorporated rather than just being a sole trader, it seems like a bit of a sly dig that the government's given. And even in the press conference where he came out with this self-employed stuff, I think he finished off with, oh, and by the way, we're going to review how this works going forward and we'll make sure the self-employed people pay just as much tax as PAYE people. It seems like a bit more of a a left wing almost. I mean, relative obviously to conservatives, but it seems like it's a bit more left leaning in the budget side of things. So, I mean, that's, I guess, a general take on it, but I don't know if there's anything specific you wanted to talk about. That was a good sort of sum up. And and you're right. There's definitely, and I think this has been the, the problem, I think, since when he first came out and mentioned about the relief of what he was going to do is that there's no real details. It's all a bit headline sort of grabbing at the moment. But I think that the problem as well is that because everything is moving so fast, because we've never had a coronavirus before. It's never been around. And so people, the government come out and say all these things and then the banks just go, hang on a second, what? The next day they get all everybody calling. I mean, I don't know if anybody's tried calling Barclays Bank. I was on hold for two hours today. And then they just hung up on me. So it was in, insane. And I, I only wanted to ask a, a very simple question. You know, it wasn't even somewhat like big. So everybody is just sort of playing on the catch up. And like we keep, we keep saying, this has been recorded on Friday the 27th. And by the time you come to listen or watch this back, it may have all changed. But the present moment in time, I think this is where a lot of the, you can you can just see it on, on, on online. You can see it just on the groups and whatnot, where everybody's just sort of scrambling for information. And, you know, as much as we can do these live videos, and I'm trying to do these live videos every night, and we try and give proactive ways that you can bring in income and not wait and rely on whatever funds are going to come, it'll be good to know exactly what is out there and, and, and how it can help. And this is why I wanted to, to get you on, on tonight and sort of start to make sense of it all, if we can, while drinking cider from a can or from a bottle. Uh, but at the same time, have like an online portal where, where, where you can sort of share this. And, and whatever you've been doing this week, again, whether you're watching this live, whether you're watching a replay, whatever you've been doing to, to cut those unnecessary costs, just let us know, put it in the comments and sort of share share what you've been doing because I definitely think that it helps because there's some, something that you think is so simple and somebody else isn't doing. As far as proactive ways to cover yourself for the future. Obviously, everybody out here has got different ways they go a means of, of bringing in bringing in their income. Obviously, we're talking to the hospitality world, so a lot of it is via, via that business bringing it in. 
what I like about with what you teach and what you show in the book, but also as well in, 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 in your Facebook group and, and, the, and the things that you're sort of showing people is that you show there's ways and means to bring in income in many different forms. And one of them is the investing. If anybody hasn't really gone down this, this sort of road before uh, and somebody's thinking, well, I want to now sort of start to look at other ways and means of bringing in income over the long term. And you obviously you cover this in your book, but where, where do you recommend could be a really good place for someone to, to get started if they wanted to find out a little bit more about the stocks and shares and ices and whatnot? Like, is there any, any uh, obviously apart from your blog, is there any uh, things that people can start to look and do and over the course of the weekend and sort of figure this out a, a little bit more? Is there any sort of ways and means that you recommend on that? You can find literally every thought anyone's ever had on the internet so you can just research to your heart's content play on youtube for years and years yeah as you said my blog my book they're not bad places to start one of the places you can start a bit of a weird cheat but if you actually look at some of the online trading platforms so Hargreaves Lansdowne is one that I always talk about there's a bunch of other ones out there but you don't need to you don't need to sign up with them you don't need to give them any money if you just go onto their website which I think is hl.co.uk they'll have a crap load of guides of how to get started investing what does the stock market even mean they've got loads of beginners guides because obviously it's their job to get you to give them money but it's not a bad resource and a bad starting place to find out about all the different options out there and now obviously that is very UK specific because they talk about SIPs and ICES and junior ICES and all these different things. Even if you avoid the specific vehicles you can use in the UK, the general guides to, well, how do I invest in real estate investment trusts? They talk you through, well, what is a real estate investment trust and what's the difference between that and a property company and blah, blah, blah. So they've got loads of different guides. That's probably not a bad way to start. Or oh, give me a crap load of money and I'll tell you. That's always a good start. I mean, the Money Shop book is available on Amazon and uh, is it on Audible as well or is it just... Uh... I think it's on Amazon as a physical and a digital one and Audible. I did the audio and for it as well. I mean, let's say this is the this is the book that I got started on in my journey, and it's definitely helped me because it's gone on from there to doing one of Damien's courses, and now, like I say, working uh, working with him too on on a monthly basis with with the lovely Laura to uh, just basically make sure that everything just stays on track which is which is always a good thing but um i think if if, if we, we can just give anything as, as, as we sort of wrap this up is just to say this is the the perfect time like you literally cannot leave the house <laughs> you are on lockdown i don't know where you are in the world you're gonna have time and so it's a good time right now to get on track of your finances you know where we should traditionally about to go into our peak seasons where you are running around like a blue ass fly just making sure that everything is in the right place looking after your guests you've now got a lot of spare time on and obviously there's loads of proactive things that you can do with marketing there's loads of proactive ways that you can make sure that you can build your email list and all of those things for your hospitality business but as well you can use this time now to really be proactive on on your finances and you know I, I can't speak highly of it enough the money shop book is is a great place to start what's your website again is it epinvestor.com epinvestor.com it's, yeah. it's one of the two the epinvestor.com go on there there's loads of blogs uh, there's actually is a full blog about uh, COVID-19 uh, coronavirus practical advice for entrepreneurs uh, it's got a nice little 20 minute video so if you've uh, if you've enjoyed seeing Damien's face and uh, you want to see 20 more minutes of that then uh, then 
then head over to there. It's definitely something that is, is worthwhile and something you should all should do. Obviously, well, he's, he's, uh, he's got a Facebook group. What is, what is your Facebook group again? I keep I keep forgetting something along EP Investor. Isn't that just the EP Investor as well? I'm not thinking about consistency. <laughs> very, very consistent. But yeah, go and check out more. It's, uh, it's something that I think is important. That's why we won't want to do this tonight. Don't forget, if you want to win a free copy, of Damien's book. I will buy a book for one person over this weekend. If you go onto Instagram, take a picture of the screen of, of, of this live video now, or take a picture of the drink that you are drinking. Doesn't matter whether it's alcoholic or not. Go post it on Instagram, tag me in at Boostly UK. I'll share them all and I'll pick one person and I'll buy it and I'll post it over to you or just send you the digital copy. That's probably easier over the course of the weekend so you can get started on, on your finances. But for now, thank you very much for tonight, Damien. Do appreciate it. I would like to say you're a busy man, but literally, where have you got to go? There's <laughs> nowhere to go. I will be back on Monday for another one of these. Got a full week of live videos lined up for next week, just giving you actionable advice on what you can do to bring in bookings. For the most part, have a great weekend. I hope that the audio was a lot better today. I've got a my microphone came in. Everything else is in Spain. So, I mean, I literally don't know when we're going to be back in Spain, wherever that time may be. I've managed to, to get a bit of kit to make this a little bit easier to listen to. But for now, thank you so much for watching and we'll be back on Monday with another live video. Before you leave, please just say thank you to Damien in the comments as always. Uh, the Money Shot is the book. The EPinvestor.com is the website. Go and check all of them out and I shall see you on Monday.